What is up? Welcome back to the GOAT Podcast. I am your host, Michael Clark. It is a beautiful Thursday morning, and I am ready to tell you that Monica Teske is back today, and she is joining us to talk about the AFC East. Monica, welcome. Thanks. I, I'm actually kind of excited to talk about this division. I think that there's some crazy stuff that went on. Yeah, we're going to start right away with the Buffalo Bills, and uh, they had a very short draft. You know, I mean, they had three picks in the first three rounds total, a pick in the fifth, and then two in the seventh, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't really know, you know, that they had really made a bunch of trades in round four and and whatever to what they did to get those players. But um, they're starting off in round one. They got Dalton Kincaid. Monica, love it or leave it? Love it. That was such a good pick for them. That's a perfect pick. They needed. They've needed the tight end. Dawson Knox has not been it. No. Um. He's been serviceable. Sorry, Jameson. But yeah, no. he's been serviceable. But he's he's not done anything really else of note. Um. At pick number two, they take Osiris Torrance, guard out of Florida, and again that. Such a good pick. Love it. You got to go against Chris Jones. You got to go against Max Crosby. At, you know, when you play the Raiders, when you play the Chiefs, you got to go against the, you know, your own division, Christian mm-hmm. Barmore and other players in your division like that. You got to go against the Steelers and their offensive, you know, line. Quinn Williams. Quinn and Williams and the Jets, uh, the Dolphins with Christian Watson, right? Not Christian, Christian Wil- Wilkins. Wil- Wilkins, yeah. Um, you, you know, you've got, you've got a need to take Osiris Torrance there, and he went toe to toe with Jalen Carter and got the best of him yes. in a lot of those games, yes. uh, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of that game. And so uh, Osiris Torrance, I think, is a perfect pick. Yes. Love it. Dorian Williams, linebacker of Tulane. Again, I think it's a perfect pick if he can truly fill the shoes of Tremaine Edmonds. The problem is Tremaine Edmonds was a first-round pick. I don't know that he was quite worth the 70 million dollars he got in free agency, but he has been a good you know, linebacker. Mm-hmm. And so I would like to see maybe Dorian Williams be able to um, – take that spot, but I just don't know for sure. So, Monica, I say it's a perfect pick. Do you want to love it or leave it? I think I'm going to leave it a little bit because he does – he is a little bit slow. Okay. Like in his head, like he can't process information faster <laughs> like physically. His, his feet are a little slow. I got you. I got and you. And I, I don't know how that's – I don't think that's going to translate very well. Sure. Justin Shorter, wide receiver out of Florida, goes in the fifth round, pick 150 to the Bills. I – I think it's a panic pick. Yeah. Isn't it really funny that a guy whose last name is Shorter is 6'4"? Yeah. Um, I don't know what the Bills are trying to do at wide receiver. I think they've got good guys with Khalil Shakir. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they have, of course, Gabe Davis. They have Stephon Diggs still, who's phenomenal. And don't they have Isaiah McKenzie? I have Isaiah McKenzie still, I believe. Yeah. Well, he might have re-signed somewhere else. I don't know. We'll, We'll have to figure that out. But they, they have good pieces. Mm-hmm. And so every year someone says, they need a wide receiver. They need a wide receiver. Guys, I said in Madden, it's not fantasy football. No. They've needed a tight end. They've needed a tight end. Uh, even Green Bay doesn't need a wide receiver, and they drafted three. So let's be real. The, the Titans needed a wide receiver, and they took one in the seventh round. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's kill that narrative here. Isaiah McKenzie's on the Colts now. That's right. Nick Broker, guard, Mississippi, in like a seven-team trade by the time it was said and done. Uh, nobody wanted pick 230 um, <laughs> except for the Buffalo Bills who took Nick Broker. Monica, love it or leave it? I mean, position-wise, I think love it. 
he's I don't think he's gonna I don't expect him to contribute to the you know the fifty three man roster. Yeah, I think he's gonna be if if he's anything starting out to be a practice squad player. Maybe he can be a depth offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. But I you know I don't see him being a starter in the league. Now no. he'll be a Hall of Famer now that we said that. But, of course. You know. Uh, and then Alex Austin, cornerback to uh, the Bills in the seventh round, pick 252 out of Oregon State. I don't even know that I want to call this a panic pick. I just think I want to call it a depth piece. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking backup special teams. That's probably where he's going to be. All right. Well, that is the Buffalo Bills draft in five minutes or left because they only had like five picks. Oh, yeah. Uh, and now <laughs> we go to a team – who only has four picks, uh, the Miami Dolphins. And say it with me, Monica, they did not have a first-round pick because they tampered with Tom Brady, right? She said it. You couldn't hear it, but it's okay. They tampered with Tom Brady. There it is. Um, So they only had four selections in this draft as well because they had also made trades. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, They traded away a good majority of their draft class, and I'm not going to lie, I don't really like what they did outside of one player. Um. I don't really like what they did outside of the one player that they had. Um, Monica, they started in round two with Cam Smith, mm-hmm. quarter, uh, cornerback out of South Carolina. Love it or leave it? I actually love this pick. And they did add Jalen Ramsey. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'm going to say it's a panic pick because they have Jalen Ramsey. They have some other corners like, you know, Xavier Howard, mm-hmm. some other guys like that. But – I'll I'll concede and grant your position as well if you'll tell me why you think it's a perfect pick for them. Because he he is a pretty physical corner, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to be really good going against the receivers in their own division. I can see that. My favorite pick is your probably least favorite pick. Um, yeah. I, I like Devin A. Chain to the Miami Dolphins. I think it's a perfect pick because you're not trying to have Devin A. Chain be a bell cow. Mm-hmm. However, when you watch him on tape, when you watch his game film, you can see a player that is not afraid to run in between the tackles. Mm-hmm. And for a guy his size, you know, 5'8", 200 pounds soaking wet, um, I loved the pick. And let, let me just point this out to everybody lest we forget, um, Jameer Gibbs is 200 pounds, and he's 5'9". Devin A-Chain is 5'9", and he's 185. Yeah. Is it really that in, impossible to suggest that Devin A-Chain could bulk up, you know, 5 to 10 more pounds, and then be a serviceable guy that wouldn't lose a ton of his speed? To be fair, I don't. I'm not a Jameer Gibbs or Devin A. Chain fan. Sure. So. But if we're looking at it from the perspective yeah. of one guy got drafted in the third round, 84 overall, the other guy was 12th overall. You know, 62 picks separate these two guys. 72 picks. <laughs> I'll get my math right one of these days. 72 picks separate these two guys. Mm-hmm. If Devin A. Chain was 200 pounds, would he, he would, have gone to the Chargers? He probably would have gone higher. And so I think if he can bulk up a little bit, then maybe they, maybe he will. I mean, mm-hmm. look, Micah Parsons is bulking up to be a defensive end full time now. Yeah. So it's it's definitely something that can happen. A chain is a absolute speedster. It's, this says that his com in his combine his four yard dash was four three two, which is shocking. I'm really surprised it was 
above 4-3. I was certain it was going to be below 4-3. Yeah, and you watch some of these plays. Like, we're, we're seeing some of these on the NFL Network, you know, NFL.com right now. He's not afraid to run into – he was running into the tackles and then he bounced mm-hmm. outside Yeah. Um, in this play against Miami. And watch this. He he is very quick and able to bounce right back off. But all three of the runs they've shown so far, he was heading to the inside, mm-hmm. you know, running on the inside of the line. And so I, I, I like the pick. Um, you know, Texas A&M is in a big conference with the SEC. Mm-hmm. They play against a lot of good defenses. He had 1,100 rushing yards and eight touchdowns in mm-hmm. the SEC, and that's that's nothing to sniff at when you're that size. Right. Also, I think if the uh, – I'm just seeing this here. You know who picked at 85? I don't remember. The Chargers <laughs> with Dayon Henley. So they definitely went – So they might have sniped them. Yeah, they probably were trying to snipe him. Uh, Elijah Higgins, wide receiver out of Stanford. I'm going to say it's a panic pick. They've got yeah, so many I wide don't, receivers. I don't so like this pick. So many wide receivers. Uh, and then Ryan Hayes, offensive tackle out of Michigan, the uh, seventh-round pick for them. Do you think they should have taken a wide an offensive tackle over Cam Smith? Depending on who is available, they need, especially considering Austin Jackson is not anything for them, they needed offensive line more than they needed corner. I agree. And I think it's going to be one of those where they might look back on it. If Tua gets another concussion this year, mm-hmm. Wanya Morris was available. Yeah. You know, other players like that were available. Mm-hmm. At both of the spots, they picked Devin A. Chain and Cam Smith. Yeah. If Cam, And I think that's one of the reasons why you would probably push back on Devin A. Chain because A. Chain's not a blocker. No, he's not. He's way too small to be a blocker. But you do have Jeff Wilson on the team still, mm-hmm. who can block. And you do have, um, oh, I can't think of his name now, the other running back. He was from, uh, I think he was with Arizona. Let me look. We'll get it in just a second. They have Raheem Mostert Mo- as well. Mostert, that's the 49ers player. Yeah. So you do have two running backs that could fill the blocking need. One of the things that I'm looking at with Devin A. Chain is Darren Sproles. Mm-hmm. That's that's the goal in mind. It's not who I think he is, but it's what his goal should be. Mm-hmm. And Darren Sproles played in the NFL for a long time. Yeah, he did. And there are a couple of picks like Darren Sproles that have not worked out. Um, Dree Archer, remember Dree Archer from the mm-hmm. Steelers a couple years ago, back in maybe 2014. That was a failed pick. So if Devin A. Chain's like that, then we're going to look back in a couple of years and go, wow, what a wasted selection. Mm-hmm. But I think it's possible that we look back on Devin A. Chain and, and say maybe he's extended to his career. Mm-hmm. Because if you can dump it down to Devin A. Chain and just let him you know, shift in and out of the defensive players, he could probably do something. Mm-hmm. Well, we're moving on to the New York Jets now. And the New York Jets selected uh, in round one which a lot of people have a reason that they think this happened. In round one, the New York Jets selected Will McDonald the fourth. Panic pick. I Okay, so I don't know if I can have more opposite thoughts about their first two picks. Will McDonald, that I could not believe they did that, especially with Jack Campbell on the board. Yeah. No, no, you don't take Will McDonald over Jack Campbell. Mistake. I hated that pick. Leave mm-hmm. it all day and all night. 
I think that they were sniped by the Steelers with Broderick Jones at mm-hmm. 14. Um, some people even surmise that Belichick traded up just to be a jerk. Um, traded down, I should say, with the Steelers just to be a jerk. Well, they take Will McDonald the fourth, who a lot of people said he would be there at 43. Mm-hmm. But I do like their second-round pick. Oh, it was excellent um, pick. It's a perfect pick. They need a center. They've needed a center since Nick Mangold. Yes. Um, yes. And if some of you are listening going, who's Nick Mangold? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he played back in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in we're in the 20s now. He was playing in the 10s and the teens of 20, you know, 2000, the year 2000. So Joe Tipman, I think, is a, a perfect pick. Monica, what are your thoughts on I Joe? I agree. I love it. And I also love their next pick for similar reasons, Carter Warren. Yeah. Well, and if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you're looking at this and you're going, okay, Steelers had pick number 120 where Carter Warren went. They trade it, essentially. So they trade Carter Warren and Christian Gonzalez for Broderick Jones, which is fine. But really, all they're doing is trading Carter Warren. Would you have rather stayed put, if you were a Steeler, at 17 and run the risk that Christian Gonzalez could have been there? Mm-hmm. Or worst-case scenario, you run the risk that, you know, Jack Campbell is there, Joey Porter Jr. is there. I like how it worked out, but if we're yeah. going to play devil's advocate, yeah, if you could have gotten, let's say, Jack Campbell and Carter Warren, would you have preferred that over Broderick Jones and Nick Herbig? I probably would. And I think that's a fair assessment to make because you're getting an impact player either way you slice it. Broderick Jones is going to be an impact player for the oh, Steelers. Yeah. At least he better be. Nick mm-hmm. Herbig can be. Mm-hmm. But Carter Warren is one of those. I think the biggest reason the Steelers were willing to do this and move off of the possibility of getting a fourth-round tackle, we took a fourth-round tackle in um, John Moore or Dan Moore. Dan Moore is his name. And he's not been very good. Mm-hmm. So he needs to go to the reserve role and give us the opportunity to put Broderick Jones out there. Broderick Jones, by default, stepping onto the practice field, will win that job. Yeah. And – Especially this Carter Warren pick. I love it even more considering, you know, isn't it Mackay Becton that they just uh, that they just yeah. did not run, uh, pick up his yeah. option? So I, I think this is a really, really solid pick here for the Jets. Israel Abanakanda? Abanakanda? Running back out of Pittsburgh. They went back-to-back pick Pittsburgh. Uh, picks there round five pick eight 143 overall I don't like the pick I think it's more of a panic pick because I think they yes he's a fifth round pick yes he's not going to be costing that much money against the salary cap and all that but you you could have gone after anyone else Mm -hmm. and I would have been okay with it um I don't know if they think Zonovan Knight is not going to be a, a good option going forward, and they know Michael Carter is going to be cut in training camp. But mm-hmm. Israel Abinaconda, I would not be surprised if he got cut this offseason. I just would yeah. not be surprised. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I don't, I don't think I hate this pick as much as you do, but I get where you're coming from, and I can appreciate it. Zaire Barnes, linebacker out of Western Michigan. I like the pick. I don't like that they waited this long to take a linebacker, 
But I think it's a perfect pick because they need to take a linebacker. They need to have that worked out. They need to figure out what they're going to do with C.J. Mosley and everything else because the reason that Brett Favre did not work out in New York was not because their offense was not very good. Right. It was because their defense could not stop anybody. Mm. And so I think that the Jets want to make that mistake be a thing of the past. Yeah. But in order to do that, you gotta you got to do well. So I think it's a perfect pick, Monica. What do you think about Zayir Barnes? It's it's not a bad pick, and I think taking him in the sixth round it kind of reduces your risk. So I think it's a it's a pretty solid pick. All right, last two. I'll I'll defer to you, and we'll move on to the New England Patriots. Jarek Bernard Converse, cornerback, cornerback out of LSU, and Zach Kuntz, tight end out of Old Dominion. Love it or leave it for those two picks there. I think that I don't like the. I don't like the player as far as Bernard Converse is concerned, but I do think value, they got a pretty good value there. And then for uh, Zach Coons, I really don't know that much about him. I don't either. I think there were some better tight ends on the board too. Um, yeah. But years ago, Thaddeus Moss was projected to be a high pick, and then he went undrafted. So Yeah, that's very you true. Know, you never know. Uh, Christian Gonzalez went in round one to the New England Patriots. Let's go rapid fire for as many of these as we can. Um, I think that's a perfect pick for them. What an absolute steal. Yeah. And I, I will take credit to this to the day I die. I said Christian Gonzalez in a scenario could be there at 17. Monica said, I just don't see that. And I, at, at the time when I did it, I thought, man, this would be a dream come true. But even I was skeptical. Mm-hmm. No, I was dead on, baby. I got it right exactly. I am, I am completely shocked that Gonzalez was there at 17. Yeah. I mean, I was sitting in this exact seat when I said, there's no way that's going to happen. Yep. Well, you know what? I was wrong. I'll take it. That's okay. Yep. But I think, and I'm ready to be proven wrong again, I think 16 teams made a mistake giving Christian Gonzalez to Bill Belichick. I think you're right. Keon White, an edge player out of Georgia Tech, goes in round two. I think it's, again, another perfect pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Marty Mapu. Um, they're listing Ooh, him as a safety. a good pick. Yeah, they're list- listing him not as a linebacker but as a safety. So a Jeremy Chen style of play. I would say he's a hybrid. And I think Marty Mapu is going to be one of those guys where they're going to like having him. Jake Andrews, I think it's the brother of another offensive lineman that they have on their team. Um, he's a center out of Troy. I think again is a perfect pick for them. They they're they're trying, though they're not giving Mac Jones the help that you would have loved to have seen in rounds one and three, one mm-hmm. through three. They do come back and give him a center, and then the rest of this draft is all about, almost all about the offense. Yes, there are two more players that are selected defensively. The rest of this draft is offense after offense. So let let me get your take on Jake Andrews, and let's move on to the rest of these picks. I think he's probably going to be. I think it has him listed as a center. He's going to have to play the interior. He's not going to be able to move out at all. Yeah. But I think it's a very good pick. Chad Ryland, a kicker out of Maryland. Um, perfect pick. They need a kicker. So mm-hmm. we'll just, you know. Yeah. Sidi Sow and Antonio Maffi, guards out of Eastern Michigan and UCLA, respectively. Love it or leave it, Monica. I don't really know anything about this guy from Eastern Michigan, but I really, really love the guy from UCLA. All right. And then Kayshawn Boot. Uh, I think we both like that pick. I like that pick a lot. I'm surprised he fell that far. He could end up being a steal for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce Berenger, a punter out of Michigan State. They went special teams both sides of mm-hmm. the ball there, kicker and punter. 
Uh, again, I'll just say it's a perfect pick. You know, they, they're they known for being unconventional in the draft. Yes. And I think this is a little unconventional, but I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demario Douglas, wide receiver out of Liberty. And uh, then Amir Speed, defensive back out of Michigan State. And Isaiah Bolden, cornerback out of Jackson State University. Monica, thoughts on Demario Douglas, wide receiver out of Liberty? I think I would probably leave this one. Okay. And I I just I have a little bit of a feeling that his that the only reason he was drafted was because he played in a Hugh Free system for a year. I think it was just one year. I not a big DeMario Douglas fan, but I'd be interested to see what he can do in New England. Um I'm very curious what Bill Belichick sees that I did not that I missed. Amir Speed? Um, I think that, that you know, he's, he'll be a good depth piece there. Isaiah Bolden from Jackson State. How about that? That is that is crazy. Um, that is that is crazy. He'll end up with like a game changing interception in the Super Bowl or something. Oh yeah. He has he has the perfect name for the Patriots. Like oh, to yeah. be a Patriots player. Yeah, absolutely. Well Monica, that rounds up the AFC East. And uh Tomorrow, we're going to look at the NFC South. Sounds good. Do you have anything else to add in this episode before we close it out? No, I don't think so. I mean, there are some crazy things that went on with this with this division, but there weren't a whole lot of picks. But what they were were, I mean, pretty decent picks. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, until tomorrow, take care. Take care.